White Claws out. Pumpkin beers are in. It's Radio Free Toad Pig. I'm Donovan. I'm Arthur. Arthur, we're fucking coming up on spooky season, and I just found it's not even a beer. I, I misspoke. It's a pumpkin cider. Mm. It's 8.5%. It's half a liter, and it's got a spooky-ass jack-o'-lantern on the bottle. And I'm fucking excited about this season, dude. I'm, I'm literally feeling the spookiness inside me bowels right I, now. I, too, have spookiness in my bowels. Uh, fall, for me, means stouts. It's time to start drinking stouts again. I got me a Guinness draft stout in the uh in the aluminum can with the little plastic thing that dumps nitrogen into it so it actually has a head on it when you pour it. Mm-mm-mm. You got to love the little plastic thing and then you can do 10 of them and then the last one at the party shake the can so it's just clanking around in there really loud. Yeah. People love that. <laughs> it says yeah. here on the can that upon opening, the famous round plastic widget in every can releases nitrogen through the beer, creating the creamy head. An iconic surge <laughs> that's distinctively Guinness. <laughs> I got an iconic surge for you, am I right? And some creamy head. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And this becomes a little bit of a booze review podcast at times, but I got to say, I, f- I fucking, I love the nitrogen and shit. Oh, Guinness yeah. is one of my favorites. It's easy on your stomach. It's the perfect hangover beer. People are like, that's fucking disgusting, but it, it, it's lighter than you'd think. Don't knock it, it till you is. try it. It's tastes, like a, it's like a bubbly blanket for your stomach. It tastes like chocolate a little bit. Got a yeah, little chocolate yeah. vibe. And then like the coffee shop in my work now has like nitro cold brew coffee, mm. which is really similar. It's got like the similar, like creamy texture that the, the nitrogen bubbles give you. I don't know, man. It, it looks and fucking tastes like a Guinness, and I'm just I'm I'm all about that, especially at this time of year, like you're saying. Absolutely, it's a it is a joy. Well, I, I'd like to remind the listeners. I mean, shit, this might be coming up next week. Uh, many of you will remember our Halloween special from last year. I don't. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say that Arthur certainly does, but you're right, man. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> maybe not. A few few too many foamy heads for the boy on that one. Anyways, I think I think we're gonna do uh, maybe a, maybe a ham fisted spooky bit throughout the whole episode, like last year. You know, we're gonna we're workshopping it right now. But I'm just asking you if you're out there, whoever's listening, throw some questions into our question box in the next week. For that Halloween episode. And if you have like a dating story, you know, at a Halloween party or like maybe mm. the worst costume you've ever had, anything fucking Halloween related. I, I don't care what it was. Maybe you fucked a pumpkin like the dude I talked about last year. <laughs> Remember that? I, that? That was a classic. It's vague. It's very vague. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, that was a highlight of that episode. <laughs> Anyways, if you fucked a pumpkin or if you fucked somebody at a Halloween party or you are a pumpkin... Anything Halloween adjacent, throw it in the question box. Let's get fucking spooky. Arthur, what are you being for Halloween this year? Drunk. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I might do the music pirate again. I might be giving out DVD copies of Iron Man 2. Who knows? That is a classic. That's always good. I'm I'm thinking I'm going to do Daria again. Nice. I I got a good reception last year. Yeah, people love it. Yeah. The people, the people love Donovanar, Donavaria, Darivan. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure, we'll figure that out too. <laughs> you know what else That's we're gonna figure times. out? What's that? The answers to these people's relationship woes. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, fucking stop me from going down a wormhole on Halloween. That's that's fair. Well, you know what? I, I got a good transition for this, Arthur. Okay. Uh, on account of, uh, you know, monster season, right? <laughs> Big old monsters. Okay. And this person's asking, how do I, F27, break up with Marvelous Man, M27, due to a sudden lack of attraction, in parentheses, too tall? Is Marvelous Man's superpower that he can become tall at will? I was going to say that, too. Sounds like a really knockoff superhero. <laughs> All right. Anyways, it, it started off quite intense. We saw each other four out of ten days since meeting on Bumble. Texted every day. He's a fantastic person and on paper a wonderful match for me. Initially, I was very attracted to him for these reasons. Made out and had lovely times. I was 100% aware of his height, and it didn't affect my attraction one way or another until we had sex. Weird thing. When we were having sex, all I could think was of how not intimate it felt, how alien it felt, and how weirded out I was by his tallness around me, and where his body was in relation to mine during sex. It just felt wrong. All caps. I'm pretty sure it's his height and not anything else. Even when I was on top, I couldn't get over how long his body looked. He's a giving partner and very considerate. Great dick. Average body weight. Clean, skilled hands. Nothing that on paper is a turn-off. Lots of people would find him a turn-on. I've never experienced such a weird, sudden drop of attraction during sex. This is the dumbest, stupidest thing I've ever experienced. I've waited a couple days, had a quick lunch date with him, made out a bit, just to be sure, felt nothing, even though he had a great time talking and kissing was pleasant, and I don't think the attraction is coming back, and that's bolded. I paid for lunch. I feel horrible. He did italics literally nothing wrong. (laughs) He can't change his height. We were on track for a great relationship, and it's going to feel like whiplash to him. I need to break up with him. Even though we've had a good thing going up until now, what the hell do I tell him? This is ridiculous. I can't say, sorry, we've had a great go, but it turns out I can only orgasm with short guys. (laughs) For what it's worth, my previous partners have all been under 5'8". TLDR, have to end things with new tall guy because I apparently have a fetish for short guys. What do I say to him? That was posted by Not Excused. I don't know, man. You just fucking tell him. You just be like, ah, you're a mutant, and I'm not into it. Your your stretchy limbs envelop me in a way that I find viscerally uh, <laughs> disgusting. Italics viscerally. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe you just tell him that that's why. Because otherwise, that's, that's fucked up if somebody just, like, dips on you. Or, or you just ghost him. Uh-huh. Never speak go. to him again. That's I. That's the move. It's 2019, baby. Just leave. There you go. Very in season with the ghosting. Am I right? Ooh. Alternatively, instead of spooky movie, you could go slasher movie and just hack his fucking legs off uh, <laughs> below the knee. <laughs> and you're set. Yeah. Liz is a good... Uh, how long are my shins? Like a foot and a half? Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll cut him down to size. No, dude, I don't think I don't think you t- I don't think you tell him 
I don't think you tell him that. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I don't think anybody needs that amount of details. Like if I get broken up with, I don't want somebody to be like, I, you know, I like you're great on paper, but like you got weird fucking nipples or like your belly button stinks. Do you know what I mean? Anything <laughs> you mention in the context of a breakup, that's got to fuck with somebody a little bit, especially you know, like body things yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might just be... telling you not. Just telling you not feeling it. I think it might be the kind of thing where you don't tell them if it's something they have no control over. But you could tell them if it is like if, you know, there's some quality about them that they could work on that is unappealing to you and that causes you to want to leave. Then, you know, if everything else is good and you have respect for this person and you want them to do well in dating in the future, you'd be like, uh, yeah, that belly button. Probably wash that out. Big deal. Swab that sucker. Just swab it. Swab uh, it like the deck. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, nice. In sync. Uh. Here's no, some- I, I definitely, I definitely feel what you're, what you're saying with like something you can change. Because otherwise, like that's not helpful criticism. That's just kind of fucking insulting. Right. And uh, you know, no, nobody, nobody needs that. Especially if you like this guy. Like, don't, I don't know. Just don't make him feel weird about his body. Nobody needs that. That fucking sucks. That's I true. just, just come to him and fucking be like, I've, you know, I've liked spending time with you, but I'm just, you know, I'm not feeling it. I don't want a relationship. Whatever you want to say. And, uh, and then, you know, then you can ghost if need be in case it gets weird. But I, I think just do the standard breakup here. Like, you're allowed to be into whatever you're into. If you're not into this guy, then fuck it. That's fine. That's true. I got some more uh, podcast ASMR after the belching. You want to hear it? It sounds fucking wild. This is what happens when you open a can of Guinness. Check this out. Crazy. Isn't that wild? Damn. <laughs> creamy sounding. It sounds quite creamy. There's oh, like your yeah. usual click when you crack a beer on the podcast. Then there's like a... Yeah, it's like a... Now I'm pouring it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Watching Delightful. It. What do they call it? A charge? Or a, a burst? Hold on. There's the, there's it rattling around in the can. The surge. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Witnessing the surge. <laughs> All right, a great tangent into some... Uh... Uh, some field recordings here of Arthur fucking drinking. Are you are you feeling me though? Just just turn yeah, the dude yeah, yeah. down. Like it's fine. You can be into whatever you're into. Uh, I mean, I'll, I don't know. Yeah, and then go date Donovan. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got, I'm a, I, I got like five inches on you. I got to fucking. I got to fucking. That's lay that a out. damn lie. Nah, that's man, a you damn know lie. It, you know that's the truth. You do not have five inches on me, you bastard. <laughs> I'm like two inches shorter than you. I'm right down the middle. Uh, so hey, F27. I'm M27. I'm not gangly. I'm just I'm a I'm a sturdy fucking stump of a dude. You know, fucking five ten. Stump of a man. Right, right in the middle. Right in the middle. It's like the uh, uh, like the porridge. Uh, the fucking Goldilocks porridge. Tall dude. Uh, fucking too hot a porridge. Fucking short dude. You know, that's some that's some shitty uh cold refrigerated porridge, but me, I'm the room temperature porridge. That's done everybody like that. <laughs> room temperature porridge. I was uh I was at work the other day and there was this young man who was like, I'm looking for like a gold chain. You see that one like that? And he pointed towards a Figaro chain. Look it up if you don't know what it is. And I was like, um Oh yeah. He's like, Do you have that but thicker? And I go, Yeah, let me show you. I take it out of the case, show it to him. He says uh, but thinner than that. I said, all right, Goldilocks, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> I was pretty happy with it. Felt snappy in the moment. That is a very, very good line. 
Yeah, nothing. Okay, again, nothing wrong with this. Find your dude who's just fucking right. Look for that lukewarm porridge. That's what everybody needs. Uh, again, I just, I, 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 you know, don't don't shit on him because of this. I just don't make the dude feel fucking weird about his body. Nobody, True. Nobody deserves that. True. Totally fair. Hey Dono. Okay. Hey Dono. What do we got next? You fucking tower of a human, Arthur. You <laughs> six foot ass. <laughs> I have been invited to a threesome, and I'm freaking out. MFM. So the other day, my best friend M asked me if I wanted to have a threesome with him and one of his friends F. I overthink <sighs> everything and get pretty bad anxiety, especially socially. And I've only been with three people. I don't know if I should or not. He says, just don't worry about it or do what comes naturally. I don't know what that means. Any suggestions posted by APS underscore savior. All right. We got APS M and F here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bit of a bit of a tanglement. True. We've, we've discussed, we've discussed this before. I, th- I think I've laid out my, my threesome policy before. If you have like a strong emotional investment in one of the people and you are not like a hundred percent sure and you haven't like run through kind of like all the feelings and like potential bad things that could come of it, you know, avoid it. Mm-hmm. And I think we usually say that in terms of like relationships. Cause you see it posted a lot on here, you know, people, them and their SO want to do a threesome and they don't communicate well. And all of a sudden, you know, one of them is feeling uncomfortable and, it, and it's no good. I don't think this is as far as that on account of this is just your buddy here. You know, and then this could be good. And it's normal to be like a little anxious with a new sexual experience. Right. Um, but I think the same rule applies. And if you are getting like really bad anxiety about this and you worry, it might make it weird with your friend. You only had sex with three people. I, you don't have to do this. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Listen right. to your gut on this one. If you can't, uh, as I did immediately just go, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was standing at work one night and this guy that I kind of knew a little bit walks up to me and he's got this girl with him. He says, Hey, Arthur. Yeah, he goes, would you like to have sex with her with me? And I went, yeah. (laughs) It was fucking wild. I I think I think that's a good read. But I mean, you're you're pretty sexually liberated. That's true. And uh, so I I would account for like that aspect. Right. uh, Because if you you can't immediately just say, yeah, then probably don't. Yeah. Like because that's not something you're ready for. True. And it'd be worth examining too. Again, like if this is just kind of mild anxiety or something about it being a new thing, maybe not the biggest deal. But yeah, if this if this is like really fucking getting to you, maybe don't. You could also, uh, uh, I had a a positive threesome experience, and we like fucking drank and like talked about it beforehand, like a Mm -hmm. couple weeks Mm -hmm. in advance, and uh, you know everything's planned out. No, no real emotions involved, but it was friends. And, uh, and that, and that worked out fine. So I, I don't know, man, maybe if you're close enough with this dude, if you are interested and it's not just a, um, it's not just something you feel almost pressured to do. Maybe just have a fucking chat with him about it. You know? Yeah. That's totally I, I, fair. I think the communication aspect is big to overcome like the new thing anxiety. But again, I should frame this as like this should, you know, this should be your thought if this is just a new thing anxiety. Again, if this is really fucking intense stuff, maybe you're not ready for it. And that's totally okay too. Absolutely. I mean, or fucking do it. Like go and see what happens. 
And uh, just remember, you can bail at any time. You can pull a ripcord, establish a uh, a safe word, and uh, you know maybe come with some pants that are easy to put back on <laughs> for when you're trying to leave. Here's what you do: you got some, uh, you got a tracksuit, right? Sure. Uh, with like some uh, uh, laundry clips and uh, on some sort of line, and it's kind of spread out so it's open next to the bed. If things get bad. You stand up on your feet, you say toodles, and then you do a flip into the tracksuit pants. And then you're ready to uh, run. Yeah, you just get the fuck out of there from there. And it's a tracksuit, so yeah. you go faster. Yes, it's true. As long as it's a red tracksuit, because <laughs> then you, you go faster in red things. True. Oh, very, very fucking true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, a co- there's a comment that I like in here, uh, which speaks to our point. Uh, this faticus is saying uh, there's an expression in the swinging community make friends out of swingers don't make swingers out of friends interesting there's usually too much pressure for a friendship to endure you might have some fun experiences but there's a good chance this will break your friendship if that's a risk you're willing to take then go for it wow okay that 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 last part's a little intense i like that i like that quote but i don't i mean it's a friendship this isn't like a relationship here like you're not you're not dating one of these people I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could fuck up the relationship. Maybe you haven't been with guys, and like that could freak you out. I, I am wondering there too. Is this guy bi? Has he had any experiences sexually like adjacent to dudes or anything? Right. That is something to consider, because uh, there's there's gonna be another ween there, and you have to be fucking prepared for that or excited about it. Uh, <laughs> man. Man, are you ever been not prepared for how large somebody's ween was? Like you, just, you know, you know somebody casually, and then you see it, and you go, "Are you fucking serious? Has that ever happened to you?" Uh, oh yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. Ugh. Nightmares. In a case, in a case in college, uh, this is one of my buddies. We're like drinking at my place. He passes out in his room. Me and another buddy go up there to check on him, and he's completely naked. His fucking schwan's hanging out. And he's like he's like a really like kind of skinny small yeah. dude too, and just has this enormous fucking dick. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like we just started fucking cracking the fuck up and losing it because it was bizarre, dude. Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, fucking Ugh. comedy. Nine pound hammer on some of these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, and that's an aspect in these sort of things. I don't know. Is this coming from like an insecurity? Like, definitely be feeling cool about yourself. Don't feel like you're in some kind of contest with your your fucking buddy here because that's not going to put you in a good place. Don't, uh, you know, don't. Uh, I thought I had another thing I was going with that. Yeah, examine your feelings about this. See if you can pinpoint any specific anxieties here, and then kind of judge whether like this is something I can get past. Or like this is something that like I'm not prepared to kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Three three partners and then jumping into the threesome that is that is big. It's a move like uh you know you instantly increase your uh available pool of stories to tell at at three in the morning when you're drinking with people. That's that's fucking true. It is. I mean, I I recommend the experience in general. Yeah. And, uh, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like uh, one thing that I would caution, uh, if you do decide to go through with it, uh, be aware of the dynamic between the other two people, 
because uh, uh, it was uh, not a healthy situation between the two people I was with, and that led to some some awkwardness. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Neglected to think about that part. Yeah. You do got to wonder if this guy and the gal, do they have a dating history? Is there romantic interest there? Because, yeah, that, that could get... That could get a little weird. Yeah, it was strange. It was definitely strange. Talk that. That's that's why you fucking talk it out. Have a drink with these fucking two. I mean, talk to your buddy first and know how, how, how well you know this uh, uh, this gal here. But uh, if it's close with her too, fucking have a drink. Just 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 talk about it. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna do this. You should probably be close enough to you know at least speak openly on the subject with each other. Absolutely. All right. Good luck out there. You'll be you'll be fine. You know, no matter what your decision is. Hell yeah. As long as you follow our tips, as long as you're not a fucking gangly eight foot monstrosity than that foul <laughs> villain from the first question. Am I right? <laughs> then like she could sit on his face and you could suck his dick and you could be like 40 feet away from each other. That's true. It's I not don't e- know if that, that is even... that even a threesome. Yeah, it doesn't even count. You could like cut a hole in the bottom of the door. You could be like in a bathroom and you're in a bedroom. <laughs> At least half of half of him and, and the gals in the other in the other room. <laughs> let's di- let's diagram this out later, and then we'll come back to you with more details once we've understood the logistics of the situation. <laughs> Absolutely, very smart. Okay, well, fucking hey, it's question box time, bitch. Asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements, us who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Woo! That's right. It, it's that. It's that time. Woo! It's that time. Uh, it's the question box time, where we take you, the listener, your questions. We read them and we fucking answer them. And uh, for those of you new to the show, or those of you who've forgotten, if you got a relationship question, or as I said, a Halloween question, anything pumpkin fucking adjacent. Head on down to our Instagram, instagram.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag. Hit the bio. There's a link to the question box. Don't have to make an account. There's a text box. Type your question and press send. We'll fucking read it. You can also go to our website, radiofreetotebag.podient.co. And look in the sidebar for, I fucking forget what I wrote there. It says, ask your question or something. You click that. It takes you to the same place. You do the same thing. Very good. Very good indeed. And this week we got, we got one for you. Here's what it is. Capitalized as in a uh, like a like a proper name here. The young listeners are wondering, what is being an adult like? As the kids say, what it do? Kind of sucks. Like there are some aspects of it that are just like, you know, not any fun at all. Like being responsible for paying for things that you never had to when you were a kid and. Just like all the little minutia that crops up that you have to deal with, and that's not great. However, you can. I think I want to say this is a Pete Holmes bit. Shout out to last week's episode or the week before where we talked about Pete Holmes bunch. Uh, you can buy a cake and throw it in the street if you want, because you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. It's a specific fantasy right there. Yeah, and being like and being a kid sucks. Because you are beholden to the will of other people 100% of the time. You don't get to do exactly what you want to do. You have to do the thing that is acceptable for them. And it's like, fuck. That's true. 
So there's there's upsides to the freedom. You can be fucking naked in your apartment. You can have an apartment by yourself with your cat where you can drink beer in the shower. It fucking rules. Yeah. On the other hand, you got to make like dentist's appointments. Uh-huh. You know, you got to take your fucking car to get the oil changed. Yeah. Gotta, I don't know. I, I hate grocery shopping. You got a grocery shop. You're solely responsible for fucking doing the cleanup. Uh, for me, the thing I hate most is just the, the tedium. Like the things you could put, like a fucking dentist appointment, like I'm saying, or like scheduling. Like I still need to do a damn eye appointment. I've been trying to do it for like a month now. Yeah. Little things like that. It's just it's just a little pain in the ass. And yeah. then uh, depending, you know, work can fucking suck. And uh, uh, some of the, depending on where you're at, I think some of the, the luster of the, the novelty of life can kind of wear off. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, this shit again. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. But Life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. <laughs> what is that from? I recognize Oh, it. yeah. Life goes, Life goes on. on long after the thrill of living is gone. It's a weird out parody of that. Jack and Diane. Is there? Jack and Diane oh, it's, parody? It's Homer and Marge. He fucking came on The Simpsons. Oh, that's cute. Here's a little ditty about Homer and Marge. His okay. belly was big as her hair was large. Nice. Good job. Oh, yeah. Love goes on long after the grilled cheese sandwich is gone. <laughs> I haven't seen that episode in fucking 10 years. I don't know why that stuck you just with me. pulled it. I can't even remember that one. I feel you made it up. I feel like that shit didn't happen. I, I'm fucking. I'm fucking telling you, dude. After after we record, look, I'm telling you, that's like his feature. He plays them from the, the roof or something. Homer and Marge. Uh, maybe it's an anniversary or something. Anyways, okay. Okay. good episode from what I remember. Probably midway through the seasons. All right. What the fuck were we talking about? Yeah, but Dollhood's pretty cool though too. I don't want to. I don't want to bum you out too much. It's funny. Know? On a on a bit <laughs> on a question from quote the from. The proper noun, the young listeners, which I think is like the Young Turks, but uh, we did a reference to a song that came out. Let's see. Jack and Diane came out in 1982. <laughs> We're like, I remember those years. Let's just sing a John Mellencamp say- song at the kids. <laughs> yeah, that shit's too fucking old for me, too. And that Simpsons episode I referenced probably came out in like Fucking 2002 or some shit. Wow. I don't, I don't fucking know. We're cool. Okay, but yeah, okay, bummer stuff aside, because sometimes you get depressed and then, like, that shit sticks out to you. Oh, yeah, and then you uh, got to go deal with your mental health. You got to make fucking mental health appointments. More appointments from a, from a bad state. And it's, Again, like, and that's it's the death from a suck. thousand cuts, man. Like, it's just, you know, all the little shit that you have to do just starts to mount up and turns into this fucking, in my case, into this insurmountable wall of horse shit what i'm dealing with of late bingo bingo and then and, and and that sucks on the other hand though as somebody who also fucking goes through that pretty pretty frequently you know you, you can get past that you can work through that stuff you get stronger as time goes on i think i think that feels good and then there's there's stupid shit you can do like you can just decide i'm gonna go drive like a couple cities over and like see a friend of mine i haven't seen in a while that is true you know yeah, you can eat whatever you want for dinner yeah I had barbecue. I pulled pork barbecue. Very good. I had a, I had a BLT with some avocado on it. There you go. 
There, there's there's the perks. There's the perks. Yeah. Fucking travel. You buy beer. That's nice. That's pretty cool. Uh, rent a car. Buy yeah. weed if you're on the West Coast like me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's a mixed bag. You'll be all right. You're gonna be all right. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's what it do. That is what it do. Hey, uh, what do you say? We take a long-awaited return to the friend zone. Oh fuck yeah, friend zone. But this isn't even like a friend. This is like a horrible person. <laughs> This is not a friend at all. This is a, this is a miserable surfer attack me. This is what this one is. <laughs> I was out surfing yesterday. Had a great time when out of nowhere as I paddled past this guy just getting to my feet. He reached over and aggressively pushed me. I wiped out and tumbled underwater. and came up a bit disoriented to see a third guy paddling over with his girlfriend yelling at the guy who pushed me. Initially, I thought it was because he pushed me, so I was kind of shocked and just stared at the guy. Then I figured out something happened between the guy who pushed me and the other guy's girlfriend. Find out shortly after that, the guy who pushed me also swung his surfboard at the girl on purpose, very nearly hitting her in the head, and the guy yelling was her boyfriend. I also found out the guy who pushed me got ditched by his girlfriend a few days earlier. He's around 50-year-old unemployed guy who shapes surfboards, but always gives people stink eye, so I avoid him as much as possible. Uh, I gave him a fin around two years ago in an attempt to be friendly. New me, trying to be the best me and make positive changes in my life, smiled and paddled away. I feel that it's unfair this guy gets away with being a POS without any response, and that uh, by not responding, I and others may be the target of more bad behavior in the future? If possible, I would like everyone in the lineup to like me. I don't want to start trouble with anyone as I go surfing because I really enjoy it. What do y'all think? How to deal with this in a positive, healthy way? TLDR, a miserable surfer, was behaving aggressively in the lineup and attacked me, but I paddled away. Wondering how to deal positively with this and not be seen as someone who is easy to bully. Posted by Marine Geo. Huh. Arthur, you uh you know anything about surfing? Not a thing. Me neither. But fucking perfect. <laughs> Here's what you do. If this dude continues his shitty behavior, uh you rip curl over to him, smack the lip, whoopah Fucking get pitted. <laughs> uh any surfing knowledge that I might have is buried deep in my mind from a video game called Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer. There you go. I got rocket power as my reference. Actually, actually, that game kicked ass. If anybody has a PlayStation 2 emulator, don't steal an ISO of this from the internet and play it for 15 minutes because it's actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Definitely never, ever, ever. Don't pirate things. But uh, so really what we're dealing with is like a miserable asshole who fucks shit up for other people and is part of like part of like a friend group, right? Or I guess not a friend group, but an activity group. You know, he goes to the place to do the thing. Uh, yeah, there's a regular group of people, I'm sure. The, yeah. The lineup. The is lineup. The, is, that's when you're all out in the water. Yeah. You know, you're like in a line. Yeah. Uh, I'll wait. Any surfers out there, fucking correct me, and, and we'll have you on a show to talk about surfer shit. All <laughs> no, waiting for that. Just all waiting for that tight curl to come in. 
Yeah, that's, that's what you that's what you do. A perfect left and a sunset shore, as Fiddler says. I don't know what fucking the first one means at all. <laughs> perfect left. Anyways, I think this, 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 you know, like any fucking group activity, everybody's got the shared thing that they like doing. You've got that in common. But there's going to be assholes who like the same thing that you do, too. Yeah, so what do you do about the assholes? Well, so in, in this case, this doesn't seem like this is a long-running thing. I guess this dude just got dumped. You know, he's some surly fucking old asshole, and it doesn't excuse the behavior, but maybe he was just having a bad day, and he was a fucking dick. And, uh, I mean, as far as, like, a one-off thing goes, good on... I mean, you're you're fine to just be swimming off and, like, fuck this guy, because, you know, ultimately, getting involved with this is just going to make you feel, you know, get more... You have to deal with a lot more garbage. And on a one-off thing, I don't, I don't think that's the biggest deal in the world. I think that's like totally an appropriate response. Absolutely. On the other hand, this dude, uh, the fucking swinging the surfboard at the girl is fucking nuts. That's absolutely fucked up. Um, maybe talk to those people who are involved. See if this dude has like a history of this. Keep an eye out. Basically, like if they want to press charges or anything. Fucking be there for them. Yep. Because uh, that's again, he fucking assaulted that girl. That's super fucked. Mm-hmm. Um. Talk talk with them a bit, but in general, if this keeps coming up, if this dude like continues to be at the damn beach fucking with people, I think that's when you do some fucking collective shit there. Talk to the other people, be like, "What the fuck is the deal with this asshole?" Mm-hmm. And you just kind of watch out for each other. And if he starts fucking with people, y'all group up and tell him to go fuck off. Yeah, y'all just chess up on him and tell him to find another beach. Fuck yeah! Perfect left into his face. Am I right? <laughs> with the hook. Hell yeah. I was gonna left s- jab. I'll let you know. I've been boxing for two months now. I'm an expert. You can get, you can do like a forward hook. It's weak. Like it's nothing. Actually, but... actually, totally can. That's the that's the one. It's the three. The the left hand. I did uh, martial arts. I know a little bit about throwing hands. Hell yeah, dude! We catch these hands next time you see me. Yeah, you'll probably Fucking... kick my ass. I'm completely out of shape. <laughs> I'm like done for. Uh, if I'm, I get to I'm a just get to the point. I'm just getting to the point I can keep my hands up the whole time. Nice. Definitely lets you know that, like, I don't know, dudes, like, talking shit about what they would do in a fight. If anything, this has made me realize I would last 10 seconds, and if I didn't end it then, I would get fucking rocked, and that yeah. would be the end. That's truly <laughs> keep it. Keep my fucking hands up. <laughs> isn't, it the, isn't it a Mike Tyson quote, everyone has a plan, do they get punched in the face? <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. It's 100% true. All right, so fucking left hook this motherfucker before you run out of juice, and he's got a chance to swing back. You yeah. get the, you get the idea. Just see if this is a running thing or not. Um, I mean, I'd like that couple to confront this fucker like a couple days on. Um, but it, but like again, that's just invo- inviting more turmoil, and I'm sure like especially as uh, you know people who share the same space. And like a woman who this dude's fucking clearly cool fucking attacking. Like I would understand just wanting to stay the fuck away from this dude. Right. I just keep an eye on him, you know? Uh, but, but again, I just, I think doing the group up is the fucking move. You got the safety in numbers. You got people watching each other's back. You know, you have people to back up your story. If it comes to the point, you got to press charges against this fucking dick bag. Um, surfboard's a big fucking thing, dude. What the fuck prompts you to swing a fucking surfboard at some girl's head? It's fucking crazy. I was going to say that the high seas are a dangerous place. Maybe you invite them out on like a boat trip and then just like dump them into the fucking ocean with all your friends. There you go. That's an option. Just kill, kill this man with the ocean. Bingo. That's our official advice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
satire, healthy, healthy, satire. Positive way. Healthy, positive way. That's Talk to each other. Make sure that make sure that couple's okay. I could be there to support them and keep an eye out. You know, keep the talk going around. Make sure this isn't a running issue. Hell yeah. We got surfing's a, fucking weird, dude. Surfing is weird. We got a guy who uh, kind of runs in the same circles for X Wing, and uh, he's just a total fucking bummer, and has oh, no. has has some of this like negative attitude thing. And uh, we mainly just, like, avoid the shit out of him. <laughs> and it feels bad. But maybe that's the other thing you do. Just uh, when he goes out, everyone just, like, hangs back a wave. Let him come back in. Go out, catch the next one. You know? Kind of move around he's gonna get all the He's going to get all the perfect lefts. He is, is going to get all the tasty uh, uh, swells. Tasty curls, dude. Swells is a word. That is. I don't know what it means. I know it has something to do with the ocean. I'll, I'll show you a wave. I'll show you a tasty swell, Donovan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Talking right, about my penis. Burn, go. Show this miserable surfer your tasty swell. <laughs> start fucking dating him, dude. Everything will be fine. It'll be fine. Maybe he'll mellow out. Maybe so. So. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. <laughs> What do we got? What do we got next here? You reading? Uh, it is me reading. Fifth date, she cancels twice. Mm. Hi guys. Hello. Howdy. Oh, what's new? Oh, you, a question. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I've been dating a beautiful Brazilian lady who's 22F, and I'm 26M. We had a great first date. We ended up making out all night long. No. And then traveled for business for a week and she initiated drinks when i got back drinks went well with kissing banter etc third date i cook for her at my place and we end up having sex she left her bra at my place on purpose and quotes i'm going to leave this here fourth date was supposed to be at her place and she cancels so i asked her when she was free next and ended up at her place four days later she cooked me dinner does a really sexy strip tease and then had some of the best sex I ever had. Brag. During the fourth date, I proposed to go watch a movie two days later, and on a day she cancels due to X. Okay, so I broke my rules. If she cancels the second time, she will need to reschedule. And asked if she still wanted to see it, uh, which she replied, Don't go without me. Tomorrow night works for you. So I tell her, sure. And then on the day, she cancels one hour before the movie. And I replied, no problem. Maybe in a, maybe another time. What do you guys think? I know flakiness is never a good sign. But I'm planning on texting her in four to five days if she doesn't establish contact. She's a model, but also a master's student. I don't really want to next her without trying my best. I also very least stupidly forgot an expensive watch at hers... Really dumb, I know. Cheers! TLDR, really like a super gorgeous lady, had sex twice and went on four dates. One of which at her place where she cooked for me. She cancels the fifth date twice and I'm not sure how to feel about it. That was posted by PSP Mania. That's, that seems like an old account name, doesn't it? It fucking does. PSP Mania is like, I got one of those in 05. That's like 15 years old. Yeah. Fucked up, dude. PSP Mania is over, brother. He's uh he's fucking goofing. He's goofing up because she's so hot is his problem. 
It's like uh, he's overthinking things. He's thinking some, uh, you know, some nefarious activity is perhaps underway. Like, oh, if she's canceled on me, then that means that she's, you know, fucking some other dude. Or she's a model and a master's student. Has some shit going on. I'm thinking she's just got some shit going on. Yeah, that's my feeling, too. Especially because you're a few dates in. Like, I, I, I go by a similar rule if it's like a first or second date sort of thing. You know, reschedule a second. If if they're not going, then, like, the ball's in their court. You know, that way. Because some people, you know, that's just how they're going to let you know they're not interested. And right. they, that's it, totally fine. Just let them be. If they want to, they'll they'll set something up. But you guys have been, you know, out fucking four times. You, like, cooked at each other's place. You got your fucking bra. Yeah. She's got your dank-ass watch. Fucking sick, dude. Um <laughs> You get I'm having idea, sex like, with a hot Brazilian girl, and I have an expensive watch. <laughs> it's fucking exactly. Yeah, but, but yeah, you've, this is a running thing. Like you've, you know, you've gotten into some relatively serious stuff. Shit comes up. She's fucking busy, like you said, Arthur. I, I don't, I don't think this is like completely out of the question. And I, I think the four to five days is okay. Like, give it a little time. You know, do another run on, on setting something up. And again, like she's responding and saying yes to these things. It's not like she's fully fucking ghosting right. you. You know, don't go without me. Tomorrow night works for like, I don't, I don't know. That's not the way yeah. somebody who's trying to get you to fuck off texts. It's true. So, uh, I don't know. Go see Joker together. Like, I don't know. Maybe you give it one more shot. And I, I think you're on the right track with the, you know, I, I play this game too. Where like, I'm not going to contact them and wait till they contact me. Uh, so like, give her, give her some time to get in touch. Uh, I don't know. Maybe give her one more, just like one more poke. If she doesn't get in touch in the next couple of days, you know what I mean? Give her one more shot. Yeah. Cause why just yeah. what's, what's the loss? Right. And I, I think in general, a four to five days is good. Just, just take it easy. Just, just see what happens here. Alternatively, dude, speaking of Joker, <clears throat> Joker's trick. This could be fucking Joker's trick. Maybe, maybe she is like a recycling nut with no convenient facilities. She's got this bra. She's just been trying to, she doesn't want to throw it in the trash. That's going to kill the earth. You know, she's just trying to recycle it. She's like, okay, here's a much more convenient plan. Go on four dates with this dude, you know, leave the bra at his place. And that's his problem. The blood is off my hands. I'm not killing the earth with my, wayward uh trashed bras i'm just just leaving it at his place huh joker's trick how about that <laughs> if i have to refer to a bra while i'm working say i'm ringing somebody up at the jewelry counter and they have a bra they're trying to buy i'll gussy it up by referring to it as a brazier if i have to refer to it at any point <laughs> try to make it as formal as possible very good yeah i think it's a good move Love to buy braziers. <laughs> and uh, will the brazier be on this transaction? Ah, that's yeah. That's I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Very, very classy. I think so. I've been commended on my professionalism before. Yeah, the brazier, baller watch, and the two occasions of dank sex with this beautiful Brazilian lady. Beautiful Brazilian lady. It's a beautiful. new song that I'm singing. She's beautiful and she sucked my dick real good. Just take it easy. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be good. <laughs> Sing her that song. 
fucking put everything back together. Oh, I can't land them tonight, man. <laughs> I just got I got distracted trying to come up with my own song. I'm trying. I'm taking a swing. Who knows? Okay. Worth hey, it. You're hey, going to be fine, dude. Fucking take it easy. It's true. So uh, I got this problem. What's that? Well, my 24M girlfriend, 24F, only likes white guys. And I'm Chinese. I'm Chinese. She's Chinese. And when we talk about what is attractive or what we'd rate somebody, all roads lead to tall white guys for her. I have absolutely no idea why she's dating me. She literally goes, ew, to Asian men who are found to be attractive by many people. She just claims, I guess most Asian men just don't have the features I like. We've been dating for six months, and I feel like it's a matter of time before she cheats on me or something. Is this rational? Will this work in the long term? She claims to find me attractive, but she'll turn around and try her hardest to not stare at the six-foot blonde guy passing by in front of me. The LDR, feeling very unsettled about my GF's bias for white guys. Posted by Mime DX. I'm I'm Chinese. She's Chinese. I'm Squidward. She's Squidward. And we talk about what is attractive or what we'd rate someone. All roads lead to Squidward. I was going to go with I'm Chinese. She's Chinese. We're all Chinese. <laughs> Both. Uh, we, got, we got some good options on, on this one here. Ah. Uh. Oh, no. Uh, let's just jump right to the comments because this is fucking crazy. Yeah, maybe maybe she thinks you're white. <laughs> and he just goes, holy shit. <laughs> ah, this is this is this is a fucking tough one, man. I, I, I actually I came across. Oh, I was in kind of a similar situation. I was dating a girl. We we're talking about like kind of our like what we're attracted to. And like she was into she was an Asian guys, huh. and you know we dated for a fucking while. She's clearly into me, but I remember the back of my head at least initially being like, "Uh oh, like you know I'm I'm not the type she's into. You know, right. She's probably gonna go after somebody else. You know what I mean? It, it just plays to some some insecurities. That's true. I'm gonna come back to the fucking advice we always give. You know she's she's with you, my dude. Been mm-hmm. Dating for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh. It just, just go. Don't let it get undermined by by being worried about this. I right. mean, it is it is fucking. Although that's general advice. The, the, the she literally goes you to Asian men. That's that's fucking. That's not cool. That's harsh. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. I uh, I don't know. Sometimes you take a swing at an off speed pitch. You know what I mean? Like uh, you're like something comes along and you're like this isn't it this isn't exactly what I go for but uh, let's give it a shot see what happens and uh, maybe she's doing that maybe she's like maybe she actually like really likes you as a human being and does find you attractive uh, but you're just not typically what she's into that totally happens I've I've dated women uh, and guys that I was like not my thing but here we go. <laughs> And uh, found uh, a lot of value in those relationships and thought uh, thought they were good. So, I don't know, man. Just uh, keep your keep your head up about it and don't uh, don't let it freak you out too much. And maybe just like steer the conversation away from it for your sake. Like that's not the conversation that you have every day. It's not like how was your day? Oh, I saw this super hot white dude. <laughs> <sighs> 
Okay, I'm, I'm seeing another comment that's bugging me in addition to the ew. Mm. Man. Okay, down the line, somebody, somebody quotes his, my girlfriend only likes white guys. To be clear, your girlfriend has never said anything like this, right? Posted by Naked Streets. Huh. And OP says, well, when talking about this sort of stuff, she said that if Asian men disappeared from the earth, she wouldn't be affected much in terms of potential Whoa. partners. Jesus. Whoa. She also has never mentioned seeing an attractive Hispanic or black man to me, man to me in her life. Her after, but that's not relevant to you. It's not about you. I'm just saying in general. Ha ha. Yeah, fuck. She's also saying she's a very blunt person. Uh, uh, this is weird. This is it's fucking weird. weird. Uh, <laughs> yep, there, yep, some horns. Fuck it. Get out. Get out. She's a weirdo. She's a fucking weird person. To say something like... Like, imagine, imagine if I came to you, Donovan, we were just hanging out, and I said, you know, <laughs> all Asian men disappeared from the earth. <laughs> it, it wouldn't it would affect, affect me. me. It would be like, hey, Arthur, are you okay, man? What, what the what What's the going fuck? on? What the fuck kind of sentence is that? I don't like it. I don't like that again, at all. He, no, and again, he says she literally goes, you. The Asian men who are found to be attractive by many people. I Like John Cho? I, like you wouldn't fuck John Cho? Who wouldn't fuck John Cho? Yeah, dude, I'd, I'd fuck John Cho. Right. This is, I, this just, I mean, they're, they're both Chinese. I mean, I can't, I, I can't speak to like the cultural experience there. Um, I, I don't know. I've had, like, I've had friends who are Indian and like have a bit of like uncomfortableness because they've had like experiences where um, like in the States where partners tend to go for white guys and it's like, well, what, like what the fuck, you know, you're dating somebody. And I think that just kind of drives a sense of insecurity, but like, that's kind of my only exposure to that. I, you know, there, there could be like an aspect of this that I'm like totally missing as a white dude, but the ew and the fucking, you know, kill all Asian men. Everything's fucking cool that she said down there. <laughs> okay, that wasn't the words, but you get you get the idea. I, that's that. I don't. That just doesn't speak to. I don't think that speaks to like a particularly good person. Like you could be no. into whatever whatever you want to be into, but this this phrasing just seems like really callous. And you, you're a fucking Asian dude. She fucking knows that, and she's just throwing this shit out there. That's. Ah, yeah, I I don't like that. I I can't yeah. really think of a uh, a generous interpretation of that. I, I, I don't I, like that. I stand by my horns. I'm standing by them. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But Get six, out. But six months. But six months. And yeah, I just all right. I didn't think it was gonna go this way, but here we are. I think. Yeah, it's... man. Shit. Me either. Can't ah. you can't fucking deal with this. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think you can. Like, there's, there's, there's just like a racist. There, there's some fucked up undertone to this. Yeah, where somebody can be normal otherwise, but then you know somebody can be a decent person it seems, but then they're also like, oh yeah, like non-whites are are awful. You know, like people aren't yeah. capable of holding yeah. these fucked up views like that. Yeah, I don't think this goes as far as that. But you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just within that same. You, you have to have some kind of fucked up viewpoint. To be with your, you know, your partner, who's whatever race, and you you see somebody of that race, and you go, ew, ah, you know, like consistently, 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like this. There's I, something spooky here. I knew a woman who was chill otherwise, but she said the words to me, my pussy is racist. Uh, She's like, I'm just not attracted to black guys. My pussy's racist. I'm like, you could probably find a better way to say that. Yeah, because because again, you can be attracted, you know, to what you want, but making making statements like that is just, you know, there there's a fucking racist element to that. Yeah, there's... I was like, you wouldn't fuck Idris Elba. Come on. Yeah, because uh, it's also like especially what you're saying, Arthur. What they're saying that there's like like a jokiness to that and, and I feel like there probably is an underlying race component to most of this and mm-hmm. I feel like that's just completely throwing that possibility aside and like this is just funny because it's what I'm into but like it ain't it ain't you know it ain't that fucking simple I'm not yeah. saying this girl's racist for not being an Asian guys like she's a flat out flaming fucking Chinese KKK member but there are there's some undertone of of weird fucking race garbage here and I don't like it don't like it not a fan. Oh, oh, all right. I think I think horns are the call. Yeah, there they were yeah. again. Just to confirm, those are those are the confirmation horns. Yeah, and and this dude's feeling unsettled, as he said too. Just just find you somebody who's who's not going to make like callous remarks like that. That's that's really sucks. Yeah, really sucks. Don't like it. All right, from one type of. Spooky red flags to uh, to another, it seems. Just looking at the title here. Girlfriend 24F wearing her ex-fiance's ring and I, 22M, don't know what to do. <laughs> I started dating my girlfriend not too long ago. I noticed that my girlfriend started wearing a ring I'd never seen before. Turns out it's from her ex-fiance. They ended their engagement, but she kept the ring. She initially left college to be with him, but left him and came back to college where she met me. She was flirting and sleeping with someone else at the time, but chose me over him. She also dated some other guys before her ex-fiance. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. She says they're just rings, but to me, they are a symbol. Maybe I'm old-fashioned or something, but to me, this is wrong. I get some kind of mental barrier in my head saying that she's some other guy's girl. I debated whether or not to ask her how many guys she's been with, which I didn't, since I knew that she dated her ex and some other guys before me while I never dated anyone. Oh, boy. Uh, What do you guys think? TLDR girlfriend wearing her ex-fiance's ring. She also dated other people before me. How do I get through this? And I was posted by technical underscore natural. Well, the technical nature of this is that you are exceedingly insecure. Like I'm reading that oh, into yeah. your question. You, uh, it's your first girlfriend. I totally get it. Totally understand where you're coming from because this is um, probably one of the most significant like feelings you've ever had. You know, like you get a feeling of accomplishment from graduating from mm-hmm. high school. You get a feeling, uh, you know, you get your driver's license. That's a big feeling. First girlfriend, huge feeling. And. Right. Uh, you're, and you're totally like unequipped. You got no experience. Yeah. You're totally unequipped to deal with it. Absolutely. You got you got no frame of reference for it. And so you're wigging all the way out and you're looking for all the signs that things are going to go fucking wrong. And uh, I'm here to tell you today that it's probably okay. Now, my insecurities are kind of, they would ping. I would get an insecurity ping. But you got to do everything you can to try to uh, 
move your mind away from that, focus on the things that are working in the relationship. Um, the ring does not mean that she is somebody else's girl. Uh, and there's an edit here that she that where she tells him that she did tell me that the ring helps ward off creepy guys who approach her. Mm. I'm, I'm with you 100% on the insecurity. This just the asking about the past partners and the not because he's fucking worried about it. It just reeks of insecurity. And but but this is it's an engagement ring, italicized this, engagement ring. Yeah, this, this this seems like some curb your enthusiasm shit. Well, I like the ring. I like the ring. Fucking Larry David's wearing his old his old fiance's ring or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't like it, but there is like an implicit thing. I think that. you should take the ring off, Larry. <laughs> what well, can't guy can't wear a ring? <laughs> I'm doing a terrible Larry David impression. I've been watching so much Curb. Anyways, but yeah, it, it, this is it's kind of on the border. But like this is, I don't know. That is objectively weird. You just you know that doesn't like remind her of him. It doesn't, you know. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Know. I feel absolutely nothing for the person who gave me this ring, and yet I continue to wear this. That does feel. It's 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 strange. Again, I often wonder if my exes wear the jewelry that I gave them. Is that a weird thing to wonder about? No, I've I've, I've definitely had that thought too. And, and reading this was kind of ambiguous. I wasn't sure. Like, if this was just some fucking ring her ex gave her, I'm like, I'm totally okay. This dude is projecting way too fucking much. It's insecurity. But it's a goddamn engagement ring. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Yeah. You know, There's, some of this is definitely him. Like a hundred percent, he needs to fix that shit. But who the fuck wears an old engagement ring? Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Does ward off creepy guys. Potentially. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I could see that. I could see that. Unless she's I bullshitting guess... him. Unless she's bullshitting him. Unless this whole thing's bullshit. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm trying not to play into, like, kind of the insecurity here. But, I mean, you, you're... But, again, it's... Why are you wearing the old engagement Just ring? take that's off so the strange. ring, Larry! That's so, that's so strange. Ah, uh, oh, okay. You started dating not too long ago. I don't know. Man, I don't fucking know. Because this could go either way. I, I want to, like, give benefit of the doubt. And, you know, she's just, she's just wearing it because she likes the ring. Like, I could see somebody just being like, I mean, fuck, we're not engaged anymore. I got this nice ring. I want to wear the ring. Like I, I could get that, but at the same time, just like you, you, she has to be aware that this is that this is strange. And she had to have been honest with him when he asked the question. Like she had to have worn the ring around him, and then he goes, "Oh, where'd you get that?" She goes, "Oh, it's the ring my ex fiance gave me for her engagement." True. You know what I mean? So True. that maybe means that yeah. she doesn't think that highly of it. Like it's not a thing to her. Yeah, yeah, I, I I definitely think that's a possibility. It's just, yeah, it it, it is it is iffy. That's it's just kind of a big thing to overlook. I don't fucking know. I've never been engaged. You know, I don't I don't know how I'd feel about this in a moment. But like as the person with the ring, but that man, I, I don't know. I mean, keep keep the fucking talking going. You haven't been dating that long. Just if see what is, happens. If this is the yeah, if this is the only bad thing here, maybe just chalk it up to the fucking relationship insecurity. 
mm-hmm. keep an eye on things. And just what do you again, like we said with the last question, like what do you what do you have to lose here? Yeah. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? It is it is strange though. I will say that's justified. But I think I think your bigger problem is what we've read into is is, is the insecurity and you got to make sure you figure out how to address that. Absolutely. That's something that uh I think everyone could take a look at, you know. Insecurity is a very unattractive thing. You got to try to squash it in yourself. This is true. You know what else is unattractive? Hmm. That fucking gangly dick from the first questioner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You seven oh, foot yeah. tall bitch. Fucking ten foot tall piece of shit. I feel bad about this bit because I meant don't fucking don't fucking wreck, you know, point to your partner's appearance and be like, I don't like this. It's bad. It's bad. But it is funny to make jokes about. <laughs> Absolutely. The description. His limbs just flopping all over the place. <laughs> He's about as tall as Never Chamberlain. <laughs> he was 6'2", which is not crazy tall. But he, I'd just like to point out that he was at least tall. That's true. You, you, uh, Chamberlain. It's like in uh, King of the Hill where uh, Dale throws the throwing knife at uh, Hank and it hits the, it's the mannequin. He says, next time I'll try to hit the mannequin, I'll hit you. <laughs> you, uh... You threw it and you threw that joke and hit the mannequin for sure. <laughs> good, good times. Why was he throwing good a times. throwing knife at Hank? Because he's fucking Dale, dude. That's fair. This seems very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes on the first bounty and he uh, he catches the guy and he's like got the shotgun trained on him and the guy has a shotgun trained on him and they drop him simultaneously and both go get. <laughs> Now I'm th- okay if you haven't fucking watched King of the Hill, and now I'm like, damn, I need to watch that show again. But I literally watched through the whole fucking series for the first time like a couple months ago. It's fresh for you. It's so it's so good. Dude. I'm about good. to be on a cycle where I'm hitting Dari again. Fucking tis the season, so maybe I'll do that. King of the Hill. I'm back on Frasier. What I'm doing. Good, good times here. Frasier's great. Fox, watch King of the Hill if you haven't. And I'm gonna give a, a, another reminder here if you're listening. Please give us some uh, spooky Halloween questions in there. Worst costume, worst Halloween party, fucking best, best costume. Yeah, best thing... pumpkin you ever boned down with. You get That's the true. idea. Throw yeah. it in the question box. Next week's the Halloween special. We'll fucking, we'll fucking read it. Other thing I'm finna do is remind you to drop those reviews in your podcatcher of choice. Love them so much. Big thanks to everybody who's done that. I've just got uh, one more little bit of business here. And uh, it's to let everyone know, once again, that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Search the Hayfellows. And also, I got two more two more uh, announcements I forgot oh, about. Oh, shit. Uh, friends of the show, Hayden and Dean, and some other folks. Uh, Ruben shouts out to these people I know. Uh, just started the podcast called Helter Seltzer. They're reviewing uh, Seltzer Waters. They already did one on LaCroix and Topo Chico. Uh, I listened to one of them today. Pretty good shit. Check that out. Got to support Gotta support these other pods. And uh, another plug for the fucking hell. It's got Arthur, if we do the Halloween special next week, it's going to come on on the 31st. It's oh, my God. Be that's on perfect. Halloween. 
That's fucking so perfect. Put your questions in there. What better way to celebrate at your Thursday on the day Halloween party than us talking about pumpkin fucking? It's exciting Ooh, shit, folks. Spooky. Yeah. Arthur, get in a relationship and break up before this. <laughs> we can recreate last year's. <laughs> the fucking magic from last year. <laughs> oh, man. Heartbreak. Okay. Well, I'm glad my pain is entertaining for everyone. And uh, I, I, I feel the spirit in which this is given. I love you guys. And I know you love me. And uh, this is a good working relationship. And uh, thanks for tuning in. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. I wonder how old this hand sanitizer is. Huh. <laughs> I wonder how old this hand sanitizer is, he said.